Welcome to Hearth to Hearth, a home for sensitive souls, sparking self-discovery and belonging through the healing power of warm-hearted conversations. I'm Jessica. And I'm Janelle. What began as voice notes between two friends navigating life and motherhood has blossomed into a podcast and community. Join us each week as we ask the question, how can we come home to ourselves? Our conversations are filled with deep feelings, vulnerability, empathy, and a dose of laughter. So cozy up with some tea and gather around the hearth for warm-hearted conversations that will leave you feeling inspired and less alone. Hi, everyone. Hi. Welcome to Hearth to Hearth, everybody. Welcome. We have a really fun topic that we're going to be talking about. We're doing a little series on daily rhythms. We have an opportunity to really align ourselves with the rhythm of nature, which ebbs and flows and waxes and wanes. And modern culture often expects us to keep the same rigorous pace, regardless of the season or the time of day. And this pace can lead to burnout and a whole other host of problems that might be showing up for a lot of us. And by riding the currents of nature, we can heal ourselves, we can have more energy, we can get better rest, and we can have more joy and more peace in our lives. So we can do this by following the moon, the seasons, our own cycles, So these rhythms can be found in many different traditions, and Jess and I both practice these different rhythms and observing them and trying to weave them into our own lives in different ways, which is really cool. So we're going to talk about that. So I follow the wheel of the year, and that that wheel shows up in the seasons. It shows up actually in our lives over the course of our lives. And then it also shows up throughout our days. So I'm really excited to talk about the wheel of the day and how we can use that rhythm to help align ourselves with nature. And Jess, those rhythms show up in Ayurveda. Yeah, so we're going to first we're going to speak about the morning time. And so we'll find some similarities and maybe we'll find some differences between the ways to approach the morning time. And then in the next episode, we will speak about midday and the next episode we'll be speaking about evening and the nighttime. Yeah, and I want to share before we dive into morning that this is a practice. This is an ongoing practice and Many of us are really busy. We lead busy lives. We may have kids. You may have a job that has hours that don't necessarily align with these rhythms. And so I just wanted to kind of share and ease anybody's frustration or worries around this that this is really about observing the rhythms and finding pockets of time throughout the day where you can honor them and try to align yourself with them as best you can. I know as a mom, when I first started practicing this, I was really overwhelmed because the rhythms that I was trying to follow and create in our day didn't always match up with my kids' 
natural schedules because they're kids and they have to nap in the middle of the day when our energy might be at its peak, for example. And so really just being aware of that. And there's lots of tips and tricks that we're going to share that are very accessible. So I don't want anybody to be feeling overwhelmed by this as we kind of get into it and feeling like, well, my job you know, has these set hours. There's no way I could align myself with that or my kid's schedule. There's no way. There are plenty of tricks that you can do to really honor the rhythms of nature within yourself, your home, your family, and your day given our modern lifestyle. We're householders here. We're not monks away on a hill somewhere. We have to weave these things into our lives in a way that they fit. Yeah, I was looking back at my in preparing for this, I was looking back at my old um my old charts and explanations of these things and I almost laughed at myself. You know, I like recommending to people to do these things because now as a mom, I just realize how challenging it is to do any or all of them. It's <laughs> it's really I was just I was really it was just funny to see how much I thought I could, you know, plan my day. And, yeah. but it's, it's fun to come back to it now and see how those things that I practiced then have just become natural to me. Um, in terms of like, if I can fit it in at that time, it's mostly a, a lot about like eating meal times um, and stuff, but like, it's fun to see how it just becomes a part of you. And that's how the rhythms work. They just kind of become a part of you. And and you can just step back into them when you're ready. I love that. Great. Well, let's dive into morning. Do you want to start with Ayurveda or do you want me to start with wheel? I'll start with I'll start with Ayurveda cool. first. So I will talk from um the very early morning to the actual morning. Because in Ayurveda there is a specific time that is in the early morning that is kind of special. In Ayurveda, there's this auspicious period that begins about an hour and a half before the sunrise and ends like 45 minutes before the sun rises. And it's called Brahma Mahurta. And it's this really sacred time for spiritual practice, looking inward. It's said to be just like a really powerful time to connect with yourself and to your spiritual life. Um, one of my teachers also said that um, if you work early in the morning on yourself, you can also work on things that happen in your early childhood, which is a really mm -hmm. cool way to look cool. at it. It's just this really flexible time, I think, in your spirit, in your brain, where everything is really flexible. And so you can make those changes. So if you wake up before, that's pretty early. I mean, that's not something that I'm doing now because I'm getting any sleep that I can. Yes. But <laughs> if I were to be getting more sleep, waking up a little bit before sunrise and just practicing that and even like watching the sunrise can be such a powerful practice. Um, maybe not daily, but some, you know, if you're on vacation or something like that it could be. I've always found, you know, watching the sunrise to be just you can feel the spiritual aspect of it. You can feel how powerful it is, right? Yes. And yes. then, yeah. So then after sun, so that's in Vata. That's like, Vata is from 2 a.m. to 6 a.m. And Vata is a dosha. It's governed by air and ether. So it's that 
ethereal kind of feeling. But then you go into kapha dosha, which is governed by the earth and water. So it's more steady. It's more structured. And it's the spring season. And that starts at 6 a.m. and that goes until 10 a.m. And so it's recommended, and again, I don't always do this because right now I'm really trying to sleep as much as possible, but it's recommended to wake up before the 6 a.m., or not before, but it's recommended to wake up around that time So you, because the longer you sleep in, either that time or like within two hours, so like from 6 to 8, because the longer you sleep in during that period then the longer you will absorb those feelings of like being heavy and mm. dull, like the feelings of earth and water. And I know like if you, like if you sleep in for a long time, you wake up and you're kind of like, where am I? Like, why do I feel so heavy? My limbs feel like jello and like you're stuck like in the mud. Um, so it's great to wake up as early as you can. And then this is a really good time to do some exercise, again, because it's that earth and water, so it's your structure of your body, so it's a really good time to be working on the structure, the physical aspect of your body, and your body is actually very strong at this time, so it's great to take advantage of that. And it's also a good time to eat a, a good breakfast. So when you wake up, eat a good breakfast, allow yourself to kind of digest it, if you do wake up in the earlier part of this kapha time, you can really take advantage of that stability and that strength in looking forward um, into your day. Does that make sense? Yeah, that's great. Okay. All right. That really aligns with a lot of the wheel of the day as well. So cool. Yeah. In the <laughs> tradition that I have learned um, in the wheel of the day, this first part of the day, kind of like dawn, early morning, corresponds with 4 a.m. to 10 a.m. Mm -hmm. And this is connected to the east, to air, to spring, the spring season, and to the maiden archetype. So I thought it was so cool what you were saying about that inner child work that we could do mm -hmm. really early in the morning because really with each new day, we're being reborn. And it's connected to that that maiden archetype. And yeah. That I'm is sorry so, to interrupt you, but yeah. so kapha is also early childhood in your life. So oh, that's wow. Really cool. That's yeah. so cool. Yeah. Yeah. So there's like that that real feeling of like each day, you know, each day you're you're waking up anew as 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 a maiden, as a newborn baby, however you kind of mm. want to see it, you're waking up um with a new start. And this is really such a great time of the day to really to set the tone for the rest of the day and, you know, to set an intention or to kind of slowly wake up laying in bed, even if it's just for a moment with your hand on your heart and your belly and just kind of really feeling gratitude or um, noticing how it is that you're feeling as you wake up can be a really beautiful practice. And I loved what you were saying about that like pre-sunrise time, that kind of like 4 a.m. time. And a lot of different traditions hold that time as very, very sacred and see that as a time that we can connect to, to spirit. And um, yeah. I, I thought that was so beautiful what you're saying because um, really a lot of ancient spiritual practices encourage us to wake up before dawn and to greet the rising sun and to be connected to those more ethereal hours. And I 
have had moments in my life where I've been able to wake up really early and to have those practices and meditate really early or thinking of yoga teacher training, you know, we wake up so early and we would start the day with yoga before the the sun. Yeah. In the dark before the sunrise. And um, when you have kids, that might be a little bit different because as Jess mentioned, we're both trying to really fit in as much sleep as humanly possible. But there's small practices that you can do as you kind of wake up to greet the day and just take a few breaths and connect to that energy. Um, Because that's really what this is about. I think it's even if you're not fitting in all the practices that you would want to be, just being aware of that energy that this is a new day, this is dawn time, this is the sunrise, this is a chance to be reborn and to connect with yourself and to connect to that really powerful spiritual moment um, before you launch into the rest of your day can be really, really powerful. So thinking about some really tangible practices that you could do during this kind of 4 a.m. to 10 a.m. time, um, as I mentioned, connecting to that feeling of being re- reborn in those first moments of waking, just kind of, you know, as you flutter your eyes open, calling in that feeling of rebirth and spring energy. And then any simple self-care practices are really, really great to do during this morning time between yeah. 4 a.m. And, and 10 a.m. In the, in the wheel of the day. Um, the things that I've been doing that I wanted to share, and then I'll care, share a couple others that might work for other people, is I've, I think I've mentioned this before, but when it works, and I'm going to try to find a way, any co-sleepers out there? We'll understand, Jess. You know what I'm talking about. <laughs> um, to I try to wake up a little bit before my kids wake up, and sometimes it works, and it just happens that I wake up, and I'm like, okay, I have a little bit of time before they wake up, and I'll get up, and I will um, grab some water and my nourishing herb and mm-hmm. bring it to my yoga mat and do some some yoga to start the day. That's like mm-hmm. ideal. Mm-hmm. The we're about to head back into school season, which will be interesting because we have to wake up. We have to wake up a little bit earlier to get my daughter out the door to school. Mm-hmm. And I've never quite figured out how to like set an alarm that then doesn't wake Aiden up because he's in my bed, which would defeat the purpose of me having those few moments of solitude before everybody else wakes up. So right. I would love to get myself on a cycle where I'm like naturally waking up a little bit earlier than the mm-hmm. kids. So. I'll let you know how that goes. But um, ideally, I would wake up and I literally just kind of like roll out of bed, go grab my – go to the bathroom, grab my nourishing herb and my water. I drink my water first and then I drink my nourishing herb on my yoga mat as I'm doing some movement. This morning, I fit in almost an hour. Oh, my god! It was like some kind of – Divine timing. Yeah, some kind of morning – miracle. Um, <laughs> it felt the the difference when I'm able to fit that in than when I like wake up and just hit the ground running is so different. And I think that's like, that's the really, that's the biggest takeaway that I would like to share about this morning time is that the intention of easing into your day, right? And so that might not it might not look like that because you might actually be like waking up, kids are jumping on you, you're making breakfast, you're doing these other things. But how can you make this morning time feel sacred, feel yeah. like you're setting the intention? So whether that's like you're um, burning some 
blessing herbs or putting on really soothing music or having those few moments of solitude to yourself, how can you make this morning portal help you set the tone for the rest of the day? Have these moments to kind of ease into the day, to be reborn, to connect with the morning energy. And then it can really, really help. I have found it can really, really help with managing the energies that are coming your way through the rest of the day as you kind of ride the currents of the rest of the day. Um, So a couple other practices that I wanted to share is any type of breathing or meditation in the morning, anything to really like start the day with a calm, regulated nervous system is great. Um, I have been learning a little bit about lymphatic massage, and I would love to add that to my morning routine to kind of like get the lymph flowing in the morning and moving. That's a recommendation for Ayurveda too. It's called Abhyanga. Yes. Um, Drinking warm water with lemon. Um, For me, it's been an overnight infusion. That's kind of been my go-to. I've been really weaving that practice back into my days, and it's been um, burdock as of late, which has been really, really supportive. And then any type of movement, like gentle stretching, meditation, yoga, intuitive dance, or even a family dance party would be beautiful. And if you could get outside and you know go for a morning walk, that would be great too. I love those recommendations. They're very similar. Yeah. Yeah. And another thing that you can do is cleanse your senses. That's a really big thing in Ayurveda. And it's really good to do right when you're waking up in that kind of vata time period. If you do wake up early, or obviously you have to do it eventually anyway, but um, vata governs the senses. And so like even splashing cold water on your eyes, on your face, your your ears, um, scraping your tongue is a really big practice and I know for me I know you like to do the nighttime showers for me I love a morning shower it just feels it helps me to get ready for the day it really helps me to feel rejuvenated and ready for the day so even like yesterday I had um a really hard night with Scarlett and and she didn't sleep a lot. So I was so tired. I think I'd been up since like 3.30 a.m. But we had to go grocery shopping. And, you know, Rob was like, you know, you could just sleep in. But I couldn't. I was in that, like, I couldn't sleep in. I, I wanted to get up. So I just, like, hopped in the shower. And I showered. And I got out of the house. And that was probably the best decision of the day for me. Because Even on days where I do sleep in, when I do have that opportunity to sleep in, sometimes I wake up feeling just worse. And also I was, I I had forgotten about this, but also the feeling of stiffness. And right now, you know, I'm really struggling with my joints. And so that stiff stiffness in my joints I've been feeling. And so like this morning I woke up and I just did I mean, if you could see the stretches that I was doing (laughs) compared to what I used to be able to do, like very, very basic, basic stretches, just opening my hips and just like breathing into that stiffness, that pain in my body to really just be gentle on myself and get my body ready for the day in the most gentle way, like you were saying. 
and just having that intention, like doing that small act for yourself in the morning kind of sets the tone for how you're going to treat yourself throughout the day. And we, our bodies go through so much. They really deserve tender love and care from us. And it all starts right first thing in the morning. Yeah. These are such great suggestions. And I love that it ranges anywhere from like you could just light a candle, like anything to kind of mark the morning, mark the new day, greet the new day, all the way to fitting in these really, really great self-care practices that can help sustain you through the rest of the day and give you that kind of fresh start, rejuvenation feeling as we yeah, as we wake, as we rise, and as we're reborn. I love it. So that was just a sweet little introduction to the morning and approaching the morning um, as a daily rhythm and really being intentional about waking up and weaving some self-care practices into your day or even just really simple rituals to greet the day and set the right tone as you begin. Yeah, and we'd love to hear if you guys are already maybe doing some of these things intuitively or if you have any other ideas, we'd love to hear. As usual, please reach out to us at our Instagram and we'd just love to connect with you guys over this and let us know how you're liking it. Reach out to us with any questions and we'll see you next week when we talk about midday. Talk to you soon. Talk to you soon. Thank you for listening to Hearth to Hearth. It brings us such joy to share these warm-hearted conversations with you. We would be so grateful if you could take a moment to follow, rate, review, and share Hearth to Hearth with a friend. We also want to say a huge thank you to Eavesdrop for our theme music, their amazing song, Alive, and to Daniel Vengrove of Gray Street Photography for our gorgeous cover photo. And remember, you are whole, you are enough. We love you. Talk to you soon. Oh